Greetings to those who watch below. It's Monster Monday, so time for another set of creepy creatures from folklore and cryptozoology. But before we start, I'd like to say thank you to those who dwell below. An exclusive channel membership you can check out using the link in the description box. So thank you to Steffi Ray, Wicked Witch, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, M.A. Wade, Julie B., Jess Black Curtain, Christina Groves, LT Punisher 666, and the newest member of those who dwell below, Chris BLK Chris. Thank you so, so much for joining. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the channel, hitting that notification bell to make sure that you never miss a video. Also, you can find me on creepypasta.com's official YouTube and on Instagram and Facebook at brimstone underscore below. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. The Octo Squatch. It was the summer of 1961, at approximately 11pm. Archimedes Sanchez, a truck driver, was navigating the steep roads of the Basque Mountains in the Spanish province of Vizcaya. He travelled these roads several times before, but tonight he would encounter a creature unknown to even the most esteemed cryptozoologists. Sanchez and his riding partner were near Puerto de Barraza, ready to unload their goods and rest for the night. That was when their high beams caught something at the base of the embankment on the opposite side of the road. Sanchez slammed on the brakes and he and his co-worker stared in utter disbelief at what they were looking at. Sanchez would later describe this as a three-to-foot-tall hairy octopus with a shaggy coat of rust-coloured hair. The creature hastily covered its round glowing eyes with one of its four tentacle-like appendages, but remained unable to move, caught in the truck's headlights. Neither the truckers or this creature moved for what the men estimated to be several minutes. Fear got the best of Sanchez, and he ordered his comrade to attack it with the jackhammer they had. He was met with refusal. Sanchez decided to make his move. He threw the truck into reverse, then drove straight towards the entity, stopping mere feet in front of it. Sanchez repeated this several times, but never exited the vehicle. After a while, another truck passed by, and the driver may not have even seen the strange creature, as he did not slow down or turn around. They eventually reached a standstill. Neither man was willing to escape the vehicle, and the furry being was either unable or unwilling to escape. It was near midnight, and they realised that there was nothing more they can do. The driver finished his run and left the creature behind. By the time Sanchez revealed his story, all evidence of the creature was long gone. The Lizardman of Skapor Swamp Many theories have been presented in relation to the identity of the Lizardman. Theories such as living dinosaurs and even offshoots of evolution in which the reptilian hierarchy continued to evolve along the same path as early primates. At one point in time, reptiles ruled the Earth. It is not out of the realm of possibility that the most dominant species on the planet could continue to evolve in small numbers, unseen by mankind. Although no reptilian species known to man have shown signs of such advanced evolution, the reptile is the oldest and most successful species on the planet, and could hold secrets that have yet to come to light. 
In Lee County, South Carolina, a strange humanoid reptilian has been reported on several occasions. The Creek were a Native American confederacy, forming the largest division of the Muscahogean family, based in Alabama, Georgia, and South Carolina. They received their name from the English on account of the numerous streams in their country. According to Myths and Tales of the Southeastern Indians by John Reed Swanton in 1929, the Creek encountered a human-sized lizard monster in the area. The first modern reported sighting of the creature was made by George Holloman Jr. in the fall of 1987, but it was reported by Christopher Davis, a 17-year-old local man that made the lizard man famous. Davis said he encountered the creature while driving home from work at 2am on June 29, 1988. According to his account, Davis stopped on a road bordering Scapor Swamp in order to change a tyre which had blown out. When he was finishing up, he reported having heard a thumping noise from behind him and, having turned around, saw the creature running towards him. Davis said the creature tried to grab at the car and then jumped on its roof as he tried to escape, clinging onto it as Davis swerved from side to side in an effort to throw it off. After he returned home, Davis's side-view mirror was found to be badly damaged and scratch marks were found on the car's roof though there was no other physical evidence of his encounter. I looked back and saw something running across the field towards me. It was 25 yards away, and I saw red eyes glowing. I ran into the car, and as I locked it, the thing grabbed the door handle. I could see him from the neck down, the three big fingers, long black nails, and green rough skin. It was strong and angry. I looked in my mirror and saw a blur of green running. I could see his toes and then he jumped on the roof of my car. I thought I heard a grunt, and then I could see fingers through the front windshield, where they curled around on the roof. I sped up and swerved to shake the creature off. In the month that followed the Davis sighting, there were several further reports of a large lizard-like creature, and of unusual scratches and bite marks found on cars parked close to the swamp. Most of these are said to have occurred within a three-mile radius of the swamps of Bishopsville. At the time, local law enforcement officials reacted to reports of the lizard man with a mixture of concern and scepticism, stating that a sufficient number of sightings had been made by apparently reliable people for them to believe that something tangible was being seen, but also that it was more likely to be a bear than a lizard man. Two weeks after the Davis sighting, the sheriff's department made several plaster casts of what appeared to be three-toed footprints, measuring some 14 inches in length, but decided against sending them on to the FBI for further analysis, after biologists advised them that they were unclassifiable. According to the South Carolina Marine Resources Department spokesperson, Johnny Evans, the tracks neither matched, nor could be mistaken for, the footprint of any recorded animal. Evans also dismissed the possibility that they could have been made by some form of mutated creature. The sighting attracted tourists interested in seeing the creature and hunters interested in tracking it, and the nearby radio station WCOS offered a $1 million reward to anyone who could capture the creature alive. However, reports of the creature began to decline at the end of the summer, with the last credible sighting of the year 
being reported in July. On August the 5th, Kenneth Orr, an airman stationed at Shaw Air Force Base, filed a report with the police, saying that he had encountered the Lizardman on Highway 15, and that he had shot and wounded it. He presented several scales and a small quantity of blood as evidence. Orr recanted his story two days later, when he was arraigned for unlawfully carrying a pistol, and the misdemeanour offence of filing a false police report. According to Orr, he had invented the sighting in order to keep stories about the Lizardman in circulation. The Lizardman was described as having green scaly skin, with either red or orange eyes, and three-fingered webbed hands. It stood about seven foot tall and had a stride of around 40 inches. The Lizardman of Scapore Swamp is still said to inhabit areas of swampland in and around Lee County, South Carolina, along with the sewers in towns near the swamp. The Macaulay Mbembe The Macaulay Mbembe, which means the one who stops the flow of rivers in the Lingala language, is a dinosaur-like cryptid that lives in the Congo. It is said to look like a sauropod, or a long-necked dinosaur, such as the Apatosaurus or Diplodocus. There have been many sightings of this creature in the Congo and Cameroon. Its meat is apparently poisonous, as a group of villagers once killed one, and everybody who ate the meat died shortly afterwards. The creature is said to have a long neck, a long tail, and rounded shaped tracks with three claws. The closest known animal that these characteristics have is a sauropod dinosaur, when some of the local people of the area would draw in the dirt or sand a representation of the creature, they drew the shape of a sauropod dinosaur. Then, when they were shown a picture of a Diplodocus, they said that that picture is Macaulay Mbembe. Its body size is somewhere between the size of a hippo and an elephant. Its length has been reported to be between 16 to 32 feet, with the length of its neck being 5 to 10 feet long. The length of the tail is also 5 to 10 feet. The reports out of Cameroon have reported that Makolo Mbembe could be up to 75 feet in length. There have also been reports of a frill on the back of the head. The frill is like the comb found on a male chicken. There have also been reports of it having a horn on its head. It could be based on terrified locals who have found bones of prehistoric sauropods. The colour of its skin is predominantly reddish-brown, with a colour range from grey to brown. There are no reports of hair on the animal. The tracks are rounded in shape, between 30 to 90 centimetres in diameter, with three claws. The distance between tracks is about 7 to 8 feet. The Macaulay Mbembe lives in the pools and swamps adjacent to the rivers of the Likula Swamp region of the People's Republic of the Congo. It uses the lakes as a crossing path to go from one river to the other. The pygmies of the Lakula Swamp region report that the essential diet of Macaulay Mbembe consists of the Malambo plant, since it only eats plants, it is classified as a herbivore. It spends most of its time underwater, except for when it eats or travels to another part of the swamp. It is reported that the Macaulay Mbembe does not like hippopotamuses and will kill them on sight, but won't eat them. Hippos cannot be found where the creature lives. It has been reported 
that Macaulay Mbembe will overturn boats and kill people from the boats by biting them and hitting them with its tail, but it does not eat those it attacks. Most scientists and paleontologists doubt it would become hostile or carnivorous due to the fact that there are over 1,000 kinds of plants in the Congo. Jenny Greenteeth Jenny Greenteeth is a legendary monster native to English folklore and was imagined to be a monstrous witch with green skin, long arms, wild hair and sharp teeth. She was often said to resemble pondweed, and indeed the formation of large clumps of pondweed or similar plants in pools of water may have inspired tales of this old hag due to the fact that many children or unwary explorers could drown after becoming ensnared in these weeds. Jenny has been a part of English folklore for generations and has her roots in antiquity where she, alongside many other related water demons, would be said to haunt rivers and ponds, dragging any children or elderly that strayed too near to the water to be devoured. Jenny was said to be a particularly gruesome specimen of such a water hag and was fond of drowning children. For this reason, parents would tell their children to stay clear of the bodies of water unsupervised. In this regard, Jenny acted as an effective deterrent to youthful curiosity, though there are always some who are foolish enough to tempt fate. Jenny is also known as Ginny Greenteeth in Lancashire and North Staffordshire, and in Cheshire and Shropshire she is called Wicked Jenny, Ginny Greenteeth, or Genie Greenteeth. She is also described as lurking in the upper branches of trees at night, ready to snatch any who stray into her lair. The Futakuchi Owner A Futakuchi owner is a type of yokai or Japanese monster. They are characterised by their two mouths, a normal one located on the woman's face and a second one on the back of the head beneath her hair. There the woman's skull splits apart, forming lips, teeth and a tongue, creating an entirely functional second mouth. In Japanese mythology and folklore, the Futakuchi owner belongs to the same classification of creatures as the Rokuro Ruby, Kuchisakiona, and the Yama Uba, women who have been afflicted with a curse or supernatural disease that transforms them into yokai. The supernatural nature of these women in the stories is usually concealed until the last minute, where the true self is revealed. The origin of the Futakuchi's second mouth is often linked to how little a woman eats. In many stories, the soon-to-be creature is a wife of a miser and rarely eats. To counteract this, a second mouth mysteriously appears on the back of the woman's head. The second mouth often mumbles spiteful and threatening things to the woman and demands food. If it is not fed, it can screech obscenely and cause the woman tremendous pain. Eventually, the woman's hair begins to move like a set of serpents, allowing the mouth to help itself to the woman's meals. While no food passes through her normal lips, the mouth in the back of her head consumes twice what the other one would. In another story, the extra mouth is formed when a stingy woman is accidentally hit in the head by her husband's axe while he is chopping wood, and the wound never heals. Other stories have the woman as a mother who lets her stepchild die of starvation while keeping her own offspring well fed. 
Presumably, the spirit of the neglected child lodges itself in the stepmother's or the surviving daughter's body to exact its revenge from beyond the grave. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like and also subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. So, until next time, sleep tight.